Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the post binge eating of pasta edition. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so much pasta. You know how, I don't know, whenever I get a to go container, yeah. it has enough food for like three meals. Yep. Um, we both just ate our full to go containers uh, in, I think, less than four minutes. Yeah, just, uh, it was just, it was brutal. It was horrifying for anyone else to yeah. view, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like, um, like, you know, when you see a crime scene in a, in a, <laughs> hopefully in a movie, not in real life. If you do, I really want to know about your job or, uh, et cetera. But, um, like, I feel like. There were just like blood splatters everywhere, yeah. except instead of blood, it was uh, marinara. A, a wonderful marinara. The best marinara. Yeah. And the chunks of flesh were just garlic. Yeah, That's garlic it. and some basil. <laughs> and some basil. Yeah. Uh, uh, today, in betweeny, 018. Yes. My God. Yes. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Today, you know, we're going to begin by traveling to a magical place. Oh. I am with Marissa Riley, by oh, the way. yeah, and I'm with Jillian Chacha. <laughs> Ooh, full name. Uh, yeah, so together and with you, we're going to a magical place. And, you know, we've spoken about this magical place many a time before in previous episodes. Uh, we've talked about its invasive dog-sized lizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've talked about its aggressive peacocks. Oh, yeah. And now we return to this really... What a gift, the state of Florida. <laughs> I, I love Florida. I can't, I, I can't believe it's a real place. <laughs> if you're from Florida and you have like thoughts from the inside uh, on, is it like as wild as we think? Yeah, email us, please. Email us, no judgments. No. But we're, we are constantly amazed. Every week. Yeah. Almost every week. Um, no. Ah, now, 2020 was a hell of a century, so you may have missed a story that took, pl- uh, that took place in Gainesville. Um, back in February, police received a call from a home in the 1600 block of Northwest 26th Way, and on the other end of the line was a frantic home inspector. Uh, you see, the woman living at this location wanted to do some renovations. Okay. Okay. And uh, she and her husband, Dr. Reynold Bowman, got divorced several years prior in 1992, and she felt like it was time to spruce up the house, Okay, basically. Got give it. it a, give it a zhuzh. Yeah, a little um, post-divorce Pick me zhuzh. Up. Pick yeah. me up. Yeah. Exactly. So before you zhuzh and do construction, you call in some professionals to inspect things like the roof, and in this case, the foundation. For sure. Uh, under the floorboards of the house was a particular... Crawl space, um, and it was this lucky con- this lucky contractor's job to squeeze into it. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like to describe what he saw uh, as he squeezed into said crawl space and took this photo? What what does that look like to you? Okay, so it looks like <laughs> a bunch of jars, yeah, uh, and they look very old. Mm-hmm. There's a label that I can't read, um, but it also looks like. Um, Something out of the opening credits of the first season of American Horror Story. That's very specific, but some of you will know exactly what that is, and that's what it looks like. It looks like something you would find in a, you know, next to some old, rusty, you know, gynecological 
<laughs> instruments oh. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dark. You can't see anything behind the jars because it's pitch black. Yeah. The photo is taken with a flash on a camera. Rough. Uh, yeah. Harsh. And it's, uh, it's, it's just not, not a good scene. Not what you want to see. No. So the unnamed inspector was so rightfully horrified, he called the police and then did what any American would do, go onto social media and share his traumatizing experience. Amazing! <laughs> In this case, he chose Reddit and he explained, quote, I discovered eight to ten plastic jars. I looked at them and noticed masking tape with a single name on each. No. First names. Human names. No. No, like, no, no. <laughs> like Angela. No. <laughs> Heather. No. Virginia. No. Etc. Et I was going to continue the inspection, but those first names didn't sit right with me. No. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, end quote. So the inspector trusted his gut, and yes, it was the right thing to do. You see, inside those named gallon-sized jars were tongues and various tissues floating in formaldehyde. Oh, my God. Yeah. The masking tape also noted dates as far back as the late 1960s up through, like, the 1970s. And I remind you, they were found in 2020. Of course they were. (laughs) Of course, this was the year of all years. We had to choose to find a million jars of tongues full of women's tongues. (laughs) God. Needless to say, the cops had a lot of questions for the homeowner, uh, where she revealed she used to be married to Dr. Bowman, an oral pathologist and professor at the University of Florida's College of Dentistry. Great. That's right. He worked there performing various studies, uh, one on oral cell carcinoma uh, in children, for example, and dabbled in forensics from 1971 to 2002. Okay. Okay? Okay. And to perform those studies, he needed to gather some parts. Okay. (laughs) I'm stressed. Okay. Luckily... Thank the heavens, the thyroids and tongues all in those jars came from already deceased cadavers from facilities in Virginia, Illinois, and Indiana. Okay. I know, everybody everybody breathe. Still <laughs> disgusting and creepy. Yeah. That's something that you um you keep in a lab. Yes. Right? Yes. Am I am I weird in saying that no. that's not that's not the kind of work you should bring home. Yeah, that seems like something you leave at the office. You leave it at the office. You leave right? that at the office. Exactly. So that is the million fucking dollar question. Why the hell are they under the house in a crawl space? Also, I just want to point out yeah. that even if this wasn't their line of work, you should try your best to leave work at work. For any job. Yeah. Any job you have. Just if you can leave it, don't even finish. Just leave. Just leave. <laughs> just leave. Leave. Leave so fast that your your office chair is just swirling. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone you're leaving. No. Yeah. And and uh, and yeah. And if you're working from home, uh, just leave the house and don't tell your family where you're going. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so. And then go buy uh, your shame food. Go buy your shame food, which for some of us, you know, is Cheetos. That's fine. Totally fine. That's, that's, yeah. Email us your shame food. Please And then we'll unshame it because it's not, it's not shameful. No. Diets are overrated. You eat what you need. Fuck that. Yeah. So 
Okay, why were these jars of tongues in a crawl space? Great question. Great question. Tell me everything. Uh, Jorge Campos with the Gainesville Police says, quote, it was a cool area for the stuff to be preserved. And I think he meant cool meaning temperature-wise. Um, <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the work with... Uh, but. Uh, with the work Bowman was doing at University of Florida, he never got around to it and forgot they were underneath the home, oh end quote. God. That was reported by local station First Coast News. Um, for the Gainesville police, this all checks out because <laughs> would you like to read his following quote? Yes, I would love to. Okay. All right. Quote, in the modern day, these specimens are heavily regulated. Back in the 60s and 70s, those protocols protocols probably were not as strict. End quotes. Great. He's going on a hunch there. Yeah. Right there. That's, that's... It always stresses me out when they use the word probably. That was, yes. Or the phrase probably were not as strict. <laughs> that's... Uh, so many sides this episode so many sides also like again i'm sorry to keep like interrupting <laughs> no this. please how do Go you bring okay first of all bring body parts home yeah even if it is your job even if you must do this work at home uh and then forget about them <laughs> yeah you forgot about the body parts in your crawl space doctor um <laughs> Paging Dr. Bowman, uh, stop being a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, when Mr. Bowman moved out of the house in 92, what exactly did he take with him? Uh, according to court records obtained by the Daily Mail, quote, all he took was a stereo and his oak bookcases. <laughs> you can remember a fucking oak bookcase, but not Very jars important. of tongues. I'll be fine. What about Angela's tongue? Yeah. What about Angela's tongue? <laughs> Guys. Uh, well, where? Okay. Where are we? Uh, yes. The body parts were not even an after, afterthought all these years. And with the cops A-OK with it, uh, the inspector, though, please, someone check in on him because he seemed to have a really tough work day that day. Um, yeah. Quote, I went back and found that one jar. Uh, that one jar was rusted right through the top, he wrote on Reddit. Inside, I saw a plastic bag and immediately what looked like small bones. Great. I removed the bag and almost immediately realized it was actually a small infant child. End quote. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. That was his day. No. That was his day. What did the cops do about the small infant child in a bag? Uh, probably... Probably. <laughs> that was just probably just oh, not God. as strict. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yes, my friends, that is what happened in Florida. And after the break, we're going to Australia, thank I God. Love it. And we're going to talk about the cutest goddamn lizard you will ever see doing what seems like the absolute impossible. Oh. So, please stay tuned. Please do. We're the All Creatures Podcast. Each week, Angie and I explore and share amazing details about the many animals we share our world with. Plus, Chris and I are both PhD scientists and educators. So we do the deep dives in the scientific research and then come back and share what we learn in a fun and casual way. We also speak with other scientists, animal experts, activists, and many other conservation enthusiasts from all over the planet. So you can find the All Creatures Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
there are really many reasons to listen to our podcast, Big Picture Science. It's kind of a challenge to summarize them all, Molly. Okay, here's a reason to listen to our show, Big Picture Science, because you love to be surprised by science news. We love to be surprised by science news. So, for instance, I learned on our own show that I had been driving around with precious metals in my truck before it was stolen. That was brought up in our show about precious metals and also rare metals, like most of the things in your catalytic converter. I was surprised to learn that we may begin naming heat waves like we do hurricanes. You know, prepare yourself for heat wave Lucifer. I don't think I can prepare myself for that. Look, we like surprising our listeners. We like surprising ourselves by reporting new developments in science and while asking the big picture questions about why they matter and how they will affect our lives today and in the future. Well, we can't affect lives in the past, right? No, I I guess that's a point. (laughs) So the podcast is called Big Picture Science and You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. We are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us. We hope you'll take a listen. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting. And I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it. I love it. And it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We're so back. We're so back. How's everyone doing? Um, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I am still worried uh, about the bones and the tongues, yeah. but that's my problem to deal with now. <laughs> yes. So. yes, that is my gift to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank and you. everyone should be the police's problem, but no. nah. checks out. Now it's just mine. It just probably checks out. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we, you know, as our palate cleanser, we're gonna look at the cutest goddamn animal. It will be your favorite animal. It will be your spirit animal. After this, I love it. um, Marissa, I'm gonna show you a photo of a very little lizard, and. It's a close-up of something called a three-toed skink, and, oh it's, and it's native to Australia's east coast. Oh. All right, so this is a close-up. Okay, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it the cutest thing? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's... I know. <laughs> let it just let it flow over you. I'm just going to... Okay, so my description will not even come close to explaining how sweet this thing is. Yeah. Okay, so... Now, just stay with me. Okay, so it does look like a snake, but it looks like a snake with little tiny arms. Yes. Like little tiny baby arms. Baby arms. Okay, but in its face has the kindness of like um, like a Labrador. Like, (laughs) or like a seal. It has like a baby seal face, baby arms, baby human arms, and then a snake body. And I know that sounds creepy, but it is charming as fuck. It is the most, it it really is. It really is. 
and it's so small. <laughs> it's very small. You can see those are, somebody's holding it. That's like yeah. the tip of your finger right there. Yeah. So, it's so they're very tiny. Maybe the length of a finger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You, you know that, like, over, like, Instagram, there's been, there was, like, a fad about, like, drawing little arms on snakes oh, for yeah. a minute and like or like animating little arms on snakes <laughs> or, or animating they also animated arms on on ducks but that's on another ducks, discussion yeah, exactly <laughs> that's what this looks like it looks yeah. like somebody just drew arms on a very tiny baby snake it but does it's, it's, it do, this doesn't even look real it's no, it doesn't. so sweet though you're gonna love it okay uh, this adorable brown-bodied, yellow-bellied lizard grows to about seven inches in length. Oh my god! Uh, is mostly nocturnal, feeds on insects, and is very docile. It's super chill. Of course it is. Uh, those two tiny appendages at the front of its body, uh, and there's two at the back. Uh, and oh. as the name suggests, they each have three little toes on each foot. Oh, oh my god! Oh man, <laughs> three-toed skink. Uh, not only does this creature have the distinction of making you angry because it's so cute, uh, female skinks are the only known vertebrae to both lay eggs and give live birth at the same, in the same litter. Wild. Yeah. Like, uh, they, amazing. Yeah. They can give, at the same time. How? That's just, Hi. Oh. So, yeah. Imagine, little like, skink bodies. What is, what's going on in there? It's, it's, imagine, like, your dog having puppies, and then also laying eggs at the same time. It's so weird. It's just strange. Uh, scientists believe that this species, Saphos uh, equalis, or equalis, uh, may be in the midst of evolving. Oh. Um, quoting, oh. yeah, quoting vice.com, quote, while it's possible that the skink is transitioning between oviparity, the ability to lay eggs, and viviparity, the ability to give birth, the ultimate evolutionary trajectory of the animal remains unpredictable. Oh. We don't know which direction evolution is taking, said corresponding author Camilla Whittington, an evolutionary biologist at the University of Sydney. In some environments, egg-laying might be more advantageous than live-bearing. In that situation, we would predict that egg-laying would persist, end quote. So, 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 well, 2020 is happening. The world is on fire. Yeah. And now it's continuing into 2021. All hope is lost. While all that is happening, this sweet little skink is evolving and transitioning. Yeah. (laughs) Into whatever (laughs) Whatever it it needs, whatever it wants to help its babies. (laughs) Oh, God. This is very sweet. So adorable. Uh, so yeah, it really comes down to location, location, location for these skinks. Uh, yeah. Lizards living in the Sydney metropolitan area lay eggs mostly, while their counterparts in the highlands of New South Wales give birth to live young in a cooler, wetter climate. Ah. Yeah. So what's also interesting is that the embryo inside the egg is already very well developed. So the lizards hatch just days after being laid. So it's possible these species are leaning towards a full-time live birth situation. Nice. But there is a but here. Uh, With climate change, devastating forest fires and fire seasons, unpredictable weather, skink mamas may not be giving up either option anytime soon. Smart. Right. Uh, Would you like to read further from vice.com? I would love to. All right. Quote, to complicate the situation, when environments change, the adaptive uh, advantages of egg laying versus live bearing may also change, which might push populations towards egg laying or live bearing. 
uh, Camilla w- uh, Whittington said, um, we predict that reversals from live bearing back to egg laying might even be possible. Very okay. interesting, Camilla. There you, there you go. Very interesting. So that would explain the litter that had both eggs and live young. That particular skink was like, you know what, I'm doing 50-50. I don't want to put all my eggs in a basket. There you go. Like literally. Literally. You know? So this species may just end up being maybe not just the cutest fucking lizard ever. Yeah. But the only vertebrae or vertebrate animal, I should say, to lay eggs, pop out kids, and mix it up at the same time. Maybe that's just what they want to do. And I think that's super cool. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And that is the end of In Betweeny 018. I love this In Betweeny. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Lots of... Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. (laughs) Tongues. Happy endings. Baby arms. That's right. (laughs) We've got it all, you guys. (laughs) We've got it all. Uh, We hope you're doing well. Uh, And, yeah, email us your interesting things if you live in Florida or just about anywhere. Yeah. Tell us about your hometown. What'd you find in the crawl space? Yeah. (laughs) What did you find in your crawl space? Baby arms? (laughs) Angela? Um, (laughs) Email us at wellthatsinterestingpod at gmail.com. And as always, stay interesting. Please do.